Hey friends, welcome to Financial Fixer. I'm your host, Amanda Delaney. This podcast is for women who are sick and tired of being sick and tired. This is the place where we get real and talk about our money even when it's hard. I help women step out in courage, take control of their money, and build the confidence to take the ultimate journey to financial independence. In this show, I share my best nuggets from the framework I used to get my own shit together and clean up my money mess. These systems and strategies are the same when I work with my one-to-one clients and community members. We practice daily practical and actionable habits that may seem tiny, but have mighty results. So if you're ready to get excited about your money and turn your confusion into clarity, and maybe even get a little triggered into getting your ass in gear, listen up, because your future matters. So today, we're, this is the second step in the three steps to ditch credit card debt. Obviously, we're talking about consumer debt in general a lot more today, but credit card debt, there, there's, that is the underlying message in here and really the targeted message because credit card debt is becoming a high, high stressor for so many out there right now. Just There's all different reasons that it's happening economically, things with jobs, just the, the trend that's happening in society and credit cards are just on an an all-time high. Credit card debt has absolutely gone up over the last couple of years, majorly. So today is step two, how to start aggressively ditching credit card debt. I'm going to teach you some actionable steps, and this is going to be to prepare you to get aggressive because there's no way that you can get aggressive without some kind of plan in place. I was in over six figures in debt and just one day woke up and said, I'm going to make a change this year. And I did. And it had everything to do with my finances. But ultimately, I changed and my overall wellness got better. When I started getting my money on track, everything else just started to fall into place. There was no question that the rest of my life and my overall health and wellness just everything started to fall into place and clicked like a puzzle. It was amazing. Okay. So three steps to ditch credit card debt, three part series. Step two is today. And we're going to talk about how to start the journey and get aggressive. So ask yourself these questions. Why am I using credit card debt at all? Am I using credit card debt because I'm supplementing my lifestyle? Am I using credit card debt because I have to? because I wouldn't be able to survive without it. I mean, that could be a legitimate reason. Write it down. I want you to write that information down, write it down. I'm using credit card debt for bonuses and points and benefits from the credit card. I'm using credit card debt to to maintain my credit score or to increase my credit score so that I can get a home or just have a good credit score, which truthfully, the only reason why a person would need a credit score, a good credit score is to get a loan, right? And obviously, most of the time, it's a mortgage that makes the most sense to get a loan on any other kind of debt. I don't want to get into what you should or shouldn't do. But your risk is higher. Let's just put it that way. So you're, it's all about risk here. So how risk, risky are you willing to be, right? So Off that though, on a scale of one to 10, how stressed am I about my credit card debt? On a scale of one to 10, one meaning not very stressed at all and 10 meaning I'm like extremely stressed. And the last question is, is my credit card debt becoming unmanageable? Is my credit card debt becoming unmanageable? And you may not know. It might, you, you, it may not seem like it's something that's unmanageable at this time. 
before you can get aggressive and pay off your debt, what do you need to do? Stop balances from going up, right? That's like, that's critical, right? Because as the balances continue to rise and you keep like kind of fighting against that current, you, you get pooped out. You keep fighting against the current. It's going to take you under, right? So the balances need to stop rising. So that's the first start place to start is to stop, stop the balances from rising, right? How do you stop the balances from rising? You start using more of your money and less of other people's money, right? And then the next thing is to get aggressive and pay close attention. We stopped the rising balances. And now we're going to start your journey with ditching debt. Three tips. Work the interactive budget. That's, that's creating the interactive budget, the plan. Practice your mindful spending. That is your daily awareness, your tracking, okay? And then the third one is staying away from the temptations. What we're gonna do today is we're gonna do your plan and awareness. We're gonna, we're gonna work on prepping before the paint, getting that plan going, okay? So work an interactive budget and track daily. That's your plan. So how much goes out each month? This is, this is where it's not easy. And what I want you to do, and I'm going to give you specific directions right now. And if you have a pen, pen and paper, write it down. And if you're driving or you're not able to do it right now safely, come back to this later and write this down. So what you want to do is you want to go through every resource that you've been spending your money from, whether that's from your personal checking account. We're not going to get into business here. This let's where this is personal budgeting stuff. But if you are spending things on business, but it's part of your personal account, that's fine. You want to enter that as well. Okay. But I'm not going to get into whether you should separate your accounts and this and that's for that's for a different conversation. So but you're going to write down the dates of every transaction, everything that happened in your bank, everything that happened on any credit card that you have resource that you have of funds, whether it's your money or someone else's money that you're spending, write down the date, the, where you spent it at, the item or the merchant, where it was, the amount, and was it a want or a need? Put a W for want or N for need, okay? And the next thing is going to be, where did it come from? Was it cash? Can you recall cash that you spent? Right. That's the reason why budgeting is really important, because even me, me and my husband, like anytime we receive cash or spend cash, we track it. We track it. All money. And I can tell you this right now. It is not hard. It is not does not feel in any way like we're depriving ourselves. We're actually extremely free by paying attention to our money. OK, do this in one month review and list exactly what happened with your money all throughout the month. And you're going to do the date, the merchant, what, what it was, the amount. Was it a want or a need? Where did you spend your money from? And you're going to put any other notes that you would like to put. You can do this on your own sheet of paper. Get out just one big, massive piece of paper. So do this exercise. You can't do it right this second, but do this exercise. And after this training session, I want you to finish this review exercise. I mean, right after. If you've got the time, take 30 minutes, maybe even less than that, and write down everything that happened with your money in February. Total all of your net income. Total all of your monthly expenses, everything, including what you spend on credit cards. And total your net in. So then once you have your totals, you're going to take your net income and you're going to minus your monthly spending. And then you're going to have an over and under. You're going to have a what's left. That's your monthly money margin. Okay. I'm going to give you a couple of examples here. 
Okay. So I'm going to say a person has $7,000 coming in net income. We're not going to get into gross and all that. Cause that's just a whole other thing to add complication. And that we want to keep this super simplified, right? The whole point in this is not being confused. This is about clarity and keeping it simple. This is what it's all about. This is a simple step to take all your income minus every expense that took place February, for example. Okay. And so in this case, this person gets $7,000 per month. Well, they don't get, they earn $7,000 per month and they spent in this example, 6,500. Okay. What's that leave them with $500. Another example, this person receives $7,000 in net income per month. They spend 7,500. Okay. What happens there? They're underwater by $500. And this could be you. It might not be you. This could be a friend. This could be a neighbor but it's happening a lot. Eight out of 10 people are in debt. And like many of them are struggling with being trapped and strapped with debt, right? And this sometimes is the reason because there's overspending happening. It's possible. It's possible that maybe there's not enough income to cover what's being spent. But how is it fair for you to say, I don't make enough money when we haven't really evaluated what's happening as far as the money behavior goes, right? With what's, with what's happening. I know that some of this might be tough to hear, but if you need to hear this, then open it up and, and just and be open to it. And just be aware that things might not always be what we think, or maybe the way that we always, maybe we've been misled or misguided. I know that I was misled, not on purpose, but I was misled into believing a certain way of managing my money was the way it was supposed to be. And I learned that that did not serve me and my wealth suffered. I suffered. I was at a negative net worth when I first started fixing my crap, right? So if this is you, let's talk about it. You can certainly send me a DM, but I want you to walk through these steps and get to this, get to this result. What is that number for you? Okay. Hello, please excuse this quick interruption. I just wanted to pop in here really fast to invite you to my free community. The Financial Fixer community is where women who listen to this podcast and follow the Fix Her Money method come together to learn and grow their money management skills and sharpen their money mindset. I'd be honored to get to know you better and support you right there in that community. I'll leave the link in the show notes. Be sure to answer the entry questions so you get access fast. The first question is, quote unquote, who can we thank for sending you? And if you answer Financial Fixer podcast, you'll get free registration to my next Budget Boss Bootcamp, which is a paid five-day training. Can't wait to see you in the community. Now back to the show. So your homework, your growth work, after you find out your monthly over-under, your monthly money margin, what is left, do this to get aggressive, okay? I'm giving you three things that you're going to need to do to get aggressive with getting out of debt, okay? You're going to manage your monthly money movement. You're going to track your spending. And that's what I teach, obviously, in my program is I teach people how to budget so that they can meet their goals, get out of debt, save up leave their nine to five, do what they want, leave their relationship. I'm not telling anybody they need to leave their relationship, but if you're in a toxic relationship or if you're in a toxic environment at work, or if you're somewhere where you don't want to be and you're staying because of money, 
because I was there, been there. But if that's you, then maybe it's time, right, to do something different. If you haven't been managing your monthly money movement by tracking it consistently and building that as a habit, maybe that's something that you should try to do. Give it a shot, okay? And don't quit until that it's really not working, right? Keep going. The next thing is the 75-25 formula, ditch debt strategy. This is my strategy. It's my formula for when someone is just starting the process or starting their journey with crushing massive debt. I say 75-25. So what that is, is I'm just going to kind of give you a high level of that. So when you first start tracking and crushing debt, right, and get and getting aggressive with paying off your debt, like I said before, the smallest debt to the largest debt. That's the, that's the target. So you've listed all your debts. You've put it down. You, you, what you have to pay for your debts, you're going to start with paying off those, those smallest debts, unless there's other, some other reasons such as a tax liability or you owe money to a person or something else that's causing you a lot of stress, stress such as like a really high interest rate, something that's really crushing you monthly. Then we, we can talk about it. You can, you can send me a message. But the 7525 means that if you have $1,000 of margin left over at the end of every month, right? If you have $1,000, use 70, 750 of that towards your goals. And if your goal is getting out of debt, put that extra towards your debt payments. Okay. Why do I say leave 25? Because we want to leave room for error. We want to leave room for mistakes. When something's new, you're not going to be good at it. Okay. And it's, you're going to have to practice for a while. So I say for at least the first three to six months of crushing debt and getting on your debt journey, do the 75, 25 formula. Because that will also prevent you from overpaying your debts to the point where you end up having to go back into debt because you've overpaid your debts. And then towards the end of the month, you run out of money. I'm going to talk a little bit more about that here in a second. So also there's an EOM method, which is kind of what I talked about just a second ago. This is going to protect you against setbacks. What does EOM stand for? End of month. End of month method means... If you have your plan to spend more towards your debt at the, at, if you have like an extra $500 to put towards your debt extra, that's on top of what you're already paying for your minimum payments, save it to the end of the month. Even if you want to avoid interest, this and that, don't worry about all that little, those little numbers that'll all come out in the wash, right? The reason I say to wait till the end of the month, you want to wait until the 27th or a little later at the end of the month. Because that's when your budget, most of your money activity is going to be kind of done, right? You've gone through the month, you've spent your money, you've paid your bills, lots of things have happened with your money, and you've, you're, you're close enough to that nugget number of what your monthly money margin is to then practice the 75-25 rule. You just want to protect yourself against the setbacks when it comes to getting out of debt. So end of month method. Your homework is after your spending review, becoming aware of your over-under, answer this question. Do I need to make more money or can I create more margin in my month by paying attention to how I spend it? Write this question down. Now, this question might be, the answer might be both. Maybe I need to pay attention to my money and I need to make more money. But if that's the case, we want to start with paying attention to our money. I've had people say to me, I can't budget. 
I can't budget because I don't make enough money. That is the exact reason why you need to get on a budget and start paying attention to your spend. Okay. The thing that I was going to mention, I just, I remembered is another thing that's ha- that act when you're done with this review and you have what your margin is, what's left, what's your over under what's left after you've n- noted all of your income and all of your s- spending, whatever that number is, does that seem realistic? Does that seem like that's what's happening? Or do you still feel like you're living paycheck to paycheck? You might be making enough money to cover everything and some, but if you're not living on a budget and tracking and, and regularly interactively budgeting, there might be things that are missing, such as your variable spending. All right. So we want to make sure we can get to that information. Do I need to make more money or can I create more margin in my month by paying attention to how I spend it? Write your answer to that question. Okay. That's your growth work. Do this exercise. I want to thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this podcast. If you loved it, send it to a girlfriend. That would mean the world to me. You can also find me on Instagram at Financial Fixer and feel free to tag me there too. So until next time, my friend, show your future self some love and spend with the end in mind.